Welcome to Heartful Talk, an honest, open and inspiring podcast with Eva Kiviluoma and Gabriel Maldonado. We discuss yoga, applied philosophy, lifestyle, nutrition and many other topics simply and profoundly. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello everyone and welcome to our second episode of our podcast. Here I am with Eva Kiviluoma, my co-host. Hello everyone, so nice to be with you today. It is lovely to be here in the beginning of this new year 2022. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to everyone and so much to talk, so many ideas we have. We want to we want to welcome you to this podcast. And also I want to shout out to my friends Fabian Aravales and Liana Perillo who have composed this beautiful music that you heard in the beginning. They both have a great band called Perolas and uh, we'll put the link to them in the show notes. Isn't it beautiful? I love the tunes. Liana plays the harp and it is just divine when she plays and her voice is so beautiful to hear. So head over to their Instagram and listen to a few of their singles. They are just touching. So we were thinking about how to start this new year and what kind of information and what conversations we wanted to have. And Eva and I thought that a really great way of starting this year would be to discuss the five steps of change or the five steps of a student when looking to create growth and change in life. This, these five steps that we're going to share with you, we have learned from our teacher Adil Palkivala, and this was part of our curriculum when we both became yoga teachers. The way we decided to do it is that in each episode, for the next five episodes, we will discuss each of these steps, building up so that as you finish these five episodes, you have a complete formula and what is required of you if you're looking to grow and change during this new year. And I will quickly mention them to you, what these five steps are, so that you know them. And then we'll move on to talk about the first one. So the five steps and requirements of a student if you're looking to grow and change is are the following. First is the urge to grow. The second one is the willingness to change. The third one is appropriate and truthful guidance. The fourth one is consistent effort. And the fifth one is, of course, patience. And we will start today with the first one, which is, of course, the urge to grow. Eva, what are your thoughts about this topic? What do you think about the urge to grow? Why is it important to have it? And how can we develop it? Well, I thought that I would start this uh, discussion with a little story. So this story was uh, told to me by my teacher, Adil, whom we will be referencing a lot on this show. And this is a, a real story that happened. 
that he told in in one of his classes. So Adil's teacher, so our teacher's teacher is BKS Iyengar, who those of you who are new to the world of yoga is a very big name. He is the creator of Iyengar Yoga and I dare say the entire alignment system in yoga. Also, he uh, created most of the therapeutic aspects of yoga and devoted his entire life to this magnificent ancient practice. So Adil was sitting, my teacher Adil, uh, as a younger man, was sitting in the train with his teacher, whom he calls affectionately Guruji. So Adil and Guruji are in India sitting in the train and uh, uh, if you've been in the trains in India, you know how fascinating that is. That'll be a nice story to tell one day because we also took a lot of train rides on our time in India. So Adil and Guruji are sitting there in one of the uh, booths and uh, there's a gentleman sharing the ride or a part of the ride with them. And this gentleman begins a conversation and uh, after some time then asks Guruji, uh, what do you do, sir? What is your profession? Now, Guruji re responded to the question by saying, I am a student of yoga. And this got Adil perplexed because in his own world, words, he considered the answer not to be exactly right as Guruji was and till today is one of the biggest names in the world of yoga teachers. But it got him thinking and it gets all of us thinking about the idea of considering ourselves as students even when we are deep into a topic and have embodied its insights and lessons. We still consider ourselves as students and this is truly a this mentality this attitude of I am a student of life I am a student of yoga I am a student of the profession that I've chosen this attitude is a prerequisite for the urge to grow to spring forth so the idea that there is still more to learn. I don't know it all. In fact, I know so little and I'm standing in front of the mountain of knowledge of the ages and I learn. This, this mentality of acknowledging that there's little I know and much I can learn is a prerequisite for the first step of this five-step uh, formula, if you will. Absolutely. And if you think about the word urge, because something that we are really thinking about here is to speak precisely. And this is something that our teachers have taught us to speak precisely. And we, of course, we're going to try to do our best effort to be Forgive as, us for the mistakes. <laughs> as precise as we can in a foreign language. But... Uh, it is not the willingness to grow or the wish to grow. It's the urge to grow. And that word is very powerful. 
The definition of urge, if you go to the dictionary, is a strong desire or impulse. It actually comes from the root Latin urgere, which means drive. It's a drive that it's inside you. So, as I mentioned before, the urge to grow is not a wish. It's not a, oh, it would be so nice to follow the, fill the blank, whatever it is that you're looking or whichever area that you are thinking of growing. It's an urge. It's something that grips you and moves you to go forward. So if you reflect about this concept for a little bit and you think about your own life, you will notice that you are naturally inclined to be interested in certain things, right? If you observe yourself when you are living your life as a witness of yourself, you will notice, I am naturally interested to tennis. I am naturally interested about philosophy. It is gripping me to go today to a yoga class. There are things that you don't have to do any effort for you to feel a pull from them, right? So this is an urge. This is that desire, that drive that brings you to grow. So obviously there is so much to learn in our life. There is so much to discover and we cannot be experts on absolutely every single field. But you have within yourself a naturally built mechanism that drives you towards where you want to grow. And I ask you to feel that as you do this, as I do it to myself every day and as I observe myself. What are those natural interests and how do you wish to grow on those aspects? The other question that uh, I think is important to consider here is do I want to learn and grow? Because maybe you don't, maybe you do, but answering this question consciously will give you clarity. Because for us humans, being self-conscious, more or less, this is a choice. So growth is a choice. Your personal evolution, whether it be in tennis, whether it be in philosophy, or whether it be uh, in your own inner world, which is what yoga promotes, your evolution is in your own hands. And uh, this is a beautiful realization from Sri Aurobindo, which we will talk about later on in the podcasts. Your personal evolution is in your hands. So do you, do I want to grow? Now, to make an informed choice, to give an informed answer to that question, there are a few things I think that are important to know. The first one that has made a big difference in my life is the lesson or the understanding that in life there is no neutrally staying still. So there is no pressing the pause button in life. Life is a river and you flow with it. So in yoga there is no neutral zone. So that means that 
you are either, I am either, we are either evolving or devolving. We are either going forward or going backward. Growing and expanding or shrinking and aging. Developing our minds or letting our minds slip into numbness. It's a choice. There is no nothing happening that doesn't exist. And this you need to know so that when you decide whether you want to grow or not, you understand that there is either growth or going back. Uh, And this will naturally inspire you to want to grow because you understand that if you don't, then you'll be slipping back. And I do believe, as Gabrielle mentioned, that there is an inbuilt urge to grow in us. Uh, As Gabrielle mentioned, to specific things that grip you for a reason. Uh, There is, you can see this in humanity, right? I mean, when you observe our history, we want to climb the higher mountain and we want to surf the bigger wave and we want to lift the heavier weight at the gym and we want to create better technology and the car that goes faster and it is just within us this urge to create more and to grow. And in psychology we know that from growth, from this evolution if you will, we also derive meaning in our lives. You know that, right? When you do something today that you couldn't do yesterday, that day has meaning. That day you remember because you did that which was impossible yesterday. So this natural inclination to growth also gives our lives meaning. And that is the state of nature. Look at mother nature too. The moment here at the Northern Hemisphere when winter turns to spring, the first buds are already pushing through the earth even though there is still snow. There is an urge to grow. There is a, an inbuilt desire to expand and go forward. Absolutely. And that is a beautiful thing to observe in yourself. And that is why I remind you again, I want to really stress this point because we want this podcast to be useful for you, for your life. So watch yourself as you live a normal day. doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be a special day. Just watch yourself in a normal day. What, when you have those moments that you are observing, what are you naturally inclined to do? And... In those moments, you will find that, oh, okay, I am interested in this. Okay, why is that happening? Am I truly interested in this? Is this something that I really feel in my heart? For example, as a yoga teacher, I I teach a 7 a.m. class, 7.15 a.m. class in Purna Yoga Helsinki, Tuesdays and Thursdays, (laughs) if you want to come. And the people who come to this class there is something that grips them to wake up pretty early. And uh, obviously, when you're working, you have a whole workday ahead of you. There must be something that pulls you in that direction. There is a natural interest. There is a benefit. There is something you know, oh, I am getting something out of this. And because, of course, this is a podcast that is 
centered around the topic of yoga. You can think about it if you've done yoga before. The urge to grow is that feeling that brings you to a Purna Yoga class. The urge to grow is the feeling or that part of you which sometimes wants to stay after class and ask the teacher, oh, I didn't understand this concept very well. Could you please explain it to me? Or I'm so interested in this thing you said. Could you go a little deeper in this concept? Is that part of you that wants to stay and cannot take enough because you are feeling, oh, this is something that grips me, that drives me, as the definition of the word says. So I stress it again, because this is the practice that we want to cultivate, the practice of self-observation and self-study. Look at yourself in your life, analyze yourself and see what are the areas in which you have that urge to grow and ask yourself why and maybe you can act on that. I wanted to go back to the concept of expansion and growth that naturally happens in nature. Thinking about the two directions that I mentioned before. One of them was the expansion of growth because essentially if you think of growth, since we're talking about the urge to grow, if you think of growth as directional, uh, there are three directions that I found growth to have. So the first one is up, right? The, the sprouting plant from the earth strives up towards the light. So growth has an upward element to it. It's a, a looking up, a looking at what I could be, a looking up at the star in the sky, right? The light in the dark. There is that aspect of going up. There is also a direction of expansion. So expanding uh, all directions like the flower does in nature. So once the bud has sprouted out of the earth and the flower comes, there is an expansion to all direction. There is a becoming bigger. There is an element of expression. So that is one direction. Going up, expansion. And third, the direction of growth is that of going forward, right? Uh, going forward represents to go somewhere where you haven't been, whereas to go back represents to go where you have already been. So uh, the mother, who is one of the greatest spiritual teachers uh, of the ages, she was asked about death. Because death, of course, is the opposite of growth. It is the uh, epiphany, is that the right word? The climax of... Epitome. Epitome, thank you. It is the epitome of shrinking. Uh, shrinking to non-existing, essentially. So the mother was asked about death. She was asked about the reason for death. What causes death? In humans, that is. Why do we die? 
That is a good question that we've been trying to answer for millennia. Well, the mother responded. Men die, men as in everybody, humans, men die because they do not know how to keep up with nature in her progress towards the divine. Because men do not know how to keep up with nature in her progress towards the divine. So essentially, according to the mother, the reason of death is the diminishing in us, the diminishing of the urge to grow over time. We that, 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 that urge, that drive that Gabriel was talking about, that thirst diminishes. And fair enough, life is uh, on one level uh, suffering. And this is what the Buddhists have talked about. And this realization also helps us understand that there is a lot of pain involved to life. And when there is pain... In life, the loss of a loved one, the trauma, uh, the things that we have experienced, the mul multiple stories of different forms of suffering on earth, this diminishes that thirst to grow in us. And it moves us back on that line of either going forward or going backwards, it creates a grip inside us of tension and numbness and we lose that sprouting plant expansion moving up and forward feeling in our lives. And again, this is uh, something that happens to most of us throughout life and the message of yoga and the message that we study is how do we overcome and understand that we are stronger than that pain and that urge to grow within us is there still uh, it has been there when we were children if you have children in your life and you observe them it is they are just absolutely filled with the urge to grow, interested in everything. And that same thirst is there in you too. It is in me. It is there. And our mission is to find it within, to heal, to face, to transform the, the suffering, pain and numbness that are blocking us from reaching that place within of the joy of the urge to grow. Because again, according to the mother, it is the diminishing of the urge to grow over time, which on the scale of moving forward or moving back, of evolution or devolution, leads to death. So The movement of growth is up, expansion, and forward. And the, the, the one more thing that I wanted to mention 
is that this is also what's the right word shown in our biology so if you think of your body especially uh, your senses and the main sense which in us humans is the sense of sight which takes up a huge proportion of your brain our brains the sense of sight our eyes physically are at the front of our body so not on the sides like horses or some fish not at the back our eyes are at the front so that already indicates in our biology that we as human beings with a body are meant to look forward and look at the potential roots of growth in front of us and then to discern where we go so that's fascinating right the other thing in our bi- in your biology in my biology is uh, in your hips around your hip joint you have the muscles at the front which are the quadriceps and the muscles at the back which are the hamstrings there is an interesting difference in the amount of strength that you have at the front compared to uh, the amount of strength you have at the back so you have in each leg four quadriceps at the front so in the front of your hip in the front of your uh, thigh you have four muscles however in the back you have only three so the muscles at the front of your legs are responsible for stepping forward right and the muscles at the back of your leg are responsible for stepping back you have more muscles to step forward in your body than to step back again an interesting indicator of how we are meant to move forward we are beings that are designed to see and look ahead and to move into the decided route so this is a curious thing to look at our body and to see how our very structure is indicating that we are beings that move forward up and into expansion absolutely so again i want to bring it to you and i want you to ask these questions because whatever brought up is very profound very deep insights and i want you to think of them in your own life it doesn't matter how old biologically you are it doesn't matter where you think you are in life we all can benefit from this advice and the insights brought up here so if you think about the process of becoming older is that whatever i was talking about right when you grow older and not meaning biologically but in your brain in your mind is when you start doing the same old things back over and over again and you build this very strong patterns habits uh, in yoga we call them samskaras as well as neural pathways in your brain which are just doing the exact same thing over and over again 
And maybe you know some people in your life who may give you an example of this way of being. Maybe we also have a little bit of that. We all have to look at ourselves and see. Because the moment that urge to grow moves away, as Eva was uh, pointing before the directions, you start going backwards. You start moving towards that decaying. And uh, it's a very powerful insight. So the urge to grow, it's also related with that newness, with that willingness and uh, effort to do new things, to experience things that are different for you. My teacher, Adil Palkivala, usually recommends like drive a different route when you go back home or when you drive to your work. Do things in a different way. And if you come to our yoga classes, that is our main thing. We are generally doing similar poses in each class. Of course, there are many variations, but we try to teach them to you in a different way so that you can connect with that part of you, which is, oh, this is new. And through that process of newness, you are growing. You are seeing things in a different perspective as well. So it's a very powerful insight with all whatever I was mentioning before. And uh, I think this is also, if you reflect on your own life in the past and the choices that have brought you to who you are today, you will find out, oh, in that moment when that big thing happened that brought me to where I am, I had an urge to grow. Let's think about your profession or the work you are with or a relationship you have in your life. For me, it was when I was in law school. I studied in Chile, in the finest university in Chile, for seven years. And I had a long, uh, successful career ahead of me. But when I came in contact with this teaching that I am trying to pass on to you in the best way I can, I couldn't look any other way. And the urge to grow in the yoga was, was so powerful that I had to leave that career with all the promises it gave me and uh, realized that that wasn't my purpose. That wasn't what I really wanted in my life. And it was that urge that brought me to what I told you, the story I told you in the last podcast. It brought me to Nepal, to India, to meet Eva, to end up here in Finland, talking to you right here in this very moment. So this is the foundation of everything that we will speak during the next few weeks. If there is no urge to grow, then it doesn't matter how much you want to change. It doesn't matter if you have a very, very, very skilled teacher and very inspiring teacher. It doesn't matter how much effort you put and how much patience there is in your work. It's just simply not going to work. Because at one point, at any point actually, that lack of urge to grow will sabotage your efforts so just i keep bringing this back but observe what you are naturally urged towards what is that that pulls you that drive that urgere as it says in latin i think this is the most important message i want to bring to you to have that self-observation and to follow that drive Thank you, Gabo, for those insights. I definitely agree and just want to briefly add and emphasize on, on what you said about 
finding newness in the sameness. Because <laughs> uh, it is slightly off topic, but, but it caught me and I just want to mention. The reason in our classes, when you, when you join our class, you notice that there are certain things that we are repeating. And we are teaching them, as Gabrielle said, from a different perspective each time. Is that life is, the day is similar to yesterday. There are certain things we have to do every day. You have to wake up, you have to get dressed, <laughs> you have to eat, you have to go out to do your shopping. There are certain things that we have to do every day that are the same. So to find newness in the sameness is a beautiful skill to have in life because your life will never be boring when you can find that newness, a new way to look at the same. So thank you for bringing that up. I just wanted to pick on that a little. Did you want to say something? No, no, that's 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 wonderful. And, uh, and again, this is why we bring these concepts to you because... We want them. We want you to apply them and to think about them. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, absolutely. In in all of the topics that we'll talk, and we have talked today, and we'll talk in the future. The important part that that we emphasize is the application of the knowledge in your life. That it is something that is applicable. So to close today. Um, I guess, in my opinion, the the best urge to grow is that urge that leads you to the growth on the level of the individual, on the level of yourself. So the growth of the individual consciousness in my opinion, is the best type of growth. The increasing of the awareness, the being more patient with your spouse today than you were yesterday, or being more careful with how we treat our things, you know, our shoes and our books and our material objects. And being more thoughtful in the way we speak, or being more compassionate and kind to the fellow person, etc. It is the growth of the individual consciousness that in my opinion is the best type which in consequence or as a consequence of which comes the evolution and the growth of the collective so it is in that effort that you do personally and when we all do it personally it brings us together and it uplifts the exactly. human race so it's a it's a very big concept that Eva is, is bringing and i i will not <laughs> take it from her and start speaking too much because it's a big one and maybe we can de dedicate a whole episode for that. But uh, thank you for bringing that up. It's a really lovely concept. Yes, that's our philosophy uh, in Purna Yoga and in our personal teaching that change happens through the individual. From within, yes. So what we want to send you off into this new year with is the informed choice of choosing to grow finding the urge to grow within you, observing yourself, what are the sparks in you in your daily life that uh, you're naturally inclined to move towards, 
to choose to grow in these areas and to choose to grow this year because it brings joy, it brings meaning, it brings youthfulness, it brings this naturally flowing energy through you and striving towards things that build our character, that make our own life and the life of those around us better. This is the first step of our five-step path, if you will, to, to growth and change. So with these closing words, Gabriel, would you like to say something? I, do, I would just like to say that if you enjoyed these this words and, and this message, if you found it meaningful for yourself, please share it with others and uh, sh- share it to them and follow this page where you're listening so that other people can also benefit from listening to this. You know, sometimes, and this happens, of course, between us also, when you hear it from someone you know, maybe it's not so easy to reflect on the topics but when you hear it from someone else it's like oh okay it's uh, it comes from a different angle and uh, helps you think so if you enjoyed this uh, please share it so that this podcast can expand far and wide yes certainly and to end with today i would like to uh, give you a few announcements so the first one is that On the 16th, Sunday 16th of January 2022, we will be teaching an online class. So myself with Gabrielle together, an online class. This will be a Sunday evening session at 7 p.m. Eastern European time. And uh, you can join. It is open for everyone. It has limited spaces. So if you are interested to join, do register in advance. I will put the link to register in the show notes below so you can have a look. In the future, we'll be teaching one monthly class online. And uh, we really look forward to this first class of January 2022. So have a look at the link in the show notes and sign up. If you can't join us live in the class, then that's not a problem. We'll send you the recording and it'll be available for a week. So you have time to repeat the practice or do it whenever suits you best. And also we warmly want to welcome you to our yoga holiday, which will be around Easter on the 9th to the 16th in the south of Spain. So starting your spring with us with a week of yoga in Spain. Also a link in the show notes if you want to read more about that. Thank you so much for listening for our second episode. And in the next episode, we'll talk about the willingness to change. Thank you so much and see you there. See you there. Bye-bye. Bye.